We would like to acknowledge the Gadigal peoples of the Eora Nation as the traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast and pay our respects to their elders past, present and future. Welcome to Sit With Us, the podcast. I'm Ella. And I'm Dom. And this is your invite to sit with us and chat about all things relationships, reality TV, pop culture, and everything in between. Coming up on this episode. I'm going to be a mum, guys. To <laughs> Ella's expecting everybody expecting uh, and two their girls. two pussies. <laughs> two pussies coming out of the pussy. Uh, <laughs> Riverside, Rivers. motherfucker. Do you remember that song? Yeah. Riverside. Oh. Riverside, motherfucker. Yeah. What was that off? Riverside, motherfucker. Fuck, I didn't listen to that after. Okay, it's in my head now. That's gonna that's gonna be stuck in my head. So too, um, hey guys, welcome back. We um we we click record and we're using a website that is called Riverside and then I just that song got in my head Riverside motherfucker <laughs> which is probably from like 2009 Ministry of Sound or something like that it is ancient it's so old it's so, we're really showing our age now oh, aren't we dull no I feel like a little 19 year old sitting in here and how cute we've got our neon signs how amazing do they look, honestly? It, all they can say right now is sit with but it does say us over there it does say us right <laughs> oh, there mine's over there. And, and everyone that's listening is like, well, we can't see it. Oh, yeah. Bro. Well, look, we'll make this into a little really real. Yeah, we have to make it into a real so you guys can see how, how dope cute. our neons look. Um, but, guys, welcome back. We're, you know, as we said, head first, tits first, ass first, back into the new season. <laughs> I just loved how much... Honestly, the tits first thing. I love that. But also the leaning. Yeah. We're really leaning into 2023. Even my mum messaged me. She was like, I love that. And I'm really taking that on Mm. as my mantra for the year Mm -hmm. of just leaning the fuck in to everything. Leaning the fuck in. And if, you know, when things don't go your way or things don't go right, just lean in. Yeah. You know, just go with the flow. Lean into whatever it is that is coming your way, whether it's negative or positive, just Dive head first, tits first, and ass first, and just have us in your mind. Think of us yeah. when you're doing it, guys. Whenever you're going through any tough times, just think, I'm going tits first into this, and I'm going to lean the fuck How in. How fucking okay? weird is the, like, um, like, close your eyes and imagine right now going tits first into something, babe. Like, tits first. Like, how fucking weird that would be. I've gone tits first into a lot of things. But, like, tits. Like, how do you even, it's like you put your arms back and you do, like, a yoga position in the air and it's like you seal into the water. Haven't you ever done that into a water, like, full-on belly flop? No, I don't. I can't say that I have. It really hurts. Yeah. It really hurts because it just goes splat, yeah. you know? Like, it's, oh, it's the hardest feeling. Anyway, welcome back, guys. We're in. Uh, don't, don't belly flop into the pool or into the ocean because it really hurts and Ow. you know the tits are sensitive the tits are so your boobies, sensitive and boobies are amazing and we don't want to hurt them okay? i feel like my my nipple piercing would probably come out if Ow. i did that I, seriously i know it's my worst nightmare not thinking about Ugh. it that was always my biggest fear when i had mine done that i was gonna like accidentally rip it out through a top or, like a knit would get caught on it or something dude i've had a like a loofah in the shower and then i've ripped it and i'm just like and it didn't come out. It didn't come out. But is it possible I'm, for like the fucking nipple to get ripped off? Look, I don't know. I definitely think that my nipple is different from it. Like I think I've, I've had it now for about six years, mm. so it's you know it's lived, mm. it's seen a few, it's, um, it's been licked a few times. 
It's been licked a few times. It's got uh, some very good sensitivity to it. Um, Build up the immunity, babes, as well. No infections. Oh, bro, I've had infections twice. I'll tell you what. Dude, I had an infection. The first one I had, I thought I was dying. Mm. And I don't say that lightly. Like, honestly, the pain, but then also just like, I think like I got, the- uh, yeah, I think I have one infection. So I had my nipples pierced. I think I was like 17. I was like a double A. Oh, you a. had them both. Yeah, I had them both. I was a double A. This was before my breasts. <laughs> and I, I knew <laughs> before the breasts. <laughs> I needed it. Oh, <laughs> I needed an extra bit of confidence and I just wanted to get something that no one knew about. And it was just for me. So I got my nips pierced and then. For some reason, I decided to take them out. I think I just like kept going in and out of the face. So I took them out. Yeah. They close over in about really 24 hours. Yeah. See, the tissue there, for some reason, it literally just grows. Like it just like, blah, blah, blah. like it's. Well, I mean, it's amazing. Like milk comes out of that I know. at some stage. And, it's fucking. Yeah. And my friend just had a baby as well. So congratulations, Brandon and Chris. Oh, congrats. I saw I'm, the pictures. Yeah. It's just so it's exciting. I can't. Oh. Intense pick, but. It was Amazing. the most, yeah, she just had a cesarean and um, it was, the baby was fully, you know, like natural, yeah. like that's all normal shit. But like, yeah, it, it's, it's yeah. quite like when obviously Dom and I haven't had babies. So I feel like for me, when I see pictures and stuff like that, like even when I saw one of my best friends, Ellie, she sent me the pictures of her cesarean and it was really graphic. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, there's some guts. <laughs> And there's a beautiful miracle, but like there's a lot exactly. going on. But there's a there's a lot going on there. Yeah. But back to boobies. Oh yes. So um, yeah, you go. Yeah, I got my nipple pierced back when Rihanna's uh, song "Needed Me" came out, and she was wearing that <sighs> sheer track. dress, and she, and she had a nipple piercing. I was like, "Bitch, I'm getting my fucking nipple mm. pierced." I just fell in love. Yeah, and I love it. Like yeah. I'm. Oh, I felt so sexy. I I felt so fucking sexy. Then when I got my – so then I got them re-pierced, right? Second time round. Oh, nah. It gets worse. Got them re-pierced. Still flat-chested at this stage. I was still getting called mosquito mosquito bites and bee stings. Oh, that's fine. They grew a little bit. Remember, I had spoken about this in the pod. So I got my nipples re-pierced. Ouch. Okay, through the scar tissue. Okay. Oh, yeah, nah. Nah. And then I decided to get my breast done. So I thought that before surgery you had to take out piercings, so I took it took them out. But it turns oh. out I didn't actually need to take them out. And then I got my boobs done, and I think it was about 12 months after I had my boobs, and I was like, oh, my God, I want my nipples pierced again. I missed them. Got them redone again. Third time. Hang on. You've had your nipples pierced three times. I've actually had them done four times. And then the, the piercer was like, I'm sorry, Ella, you cannot do this anymore. Lucky for me, my nipples look Bitch. normal and amazing. They look they look amazing. Yeah. Like, I've seen Ella's tits and they're great. <laughs> like her nipples are perfect. I know. Bitch, how have you had them four, four times, times through the scar tissue? And you know what I imagine now is when I have a baby or whenever I, that comes where I breastfeed, I imagine there's going to be like three or four holes of milk of each nipple. I just imagine like so oh. much milk coming out because they've been pierced so many times. Just like a big squirt. <laughs> like a like massive a gulp thick. of like so much milk just pisses out oh of my, my nipple. Oh, my God. I know. I, I haven't really thought about that because it weirds me out. Mm. But I think considering that the nipple recovers so quickly, I don't think that that's going to be an yeah. issue, Joel. Yeah, I don't think so. I think so. it's going to just go I think, and then just yeah. close up and have all those little micro holes in there that the baby sucks from. Yeah. I mean, look. Like a sponge? Can't, like I've, oh, I've definitely considered getting them done again, but I can't. 
Like I'm, I physically can for your fifth time, dude. I know. I can't, that's something I didn't know about Ella, guys. Yeah. That she's had her nipples pierced four <laughs> times. Yeah. Look, to be honest with you, I do think my conch piercing hurt. Uh, is that the conch? No, I don't know what that one is. It's like through the on my ear in the cartilage. That hurt way more than my nipples. Yeah, I've so heard that. I mean, I've heard the cartilage does hurt because my nipples oh, didn't really hurt. Dude. No, the nipples were fine. Like, honestly, I was just like, oh, okay. It's, you know, a bit of a, like a stingy sensation. Yeah. But through the cartilage, like your ear, bro, I swear I like heard it crunch. That's what, because mm, I have, mm, I have tiny ears mm, and it's all cartilage. Mm. Like my ears are the shittest ears. Dude, <laughs> I've got big ears. So you're lucky. I feel like I've got big ears. You got tiny, cute little petite, like petite, cute they're so, ears. They're tiny. And it's like, I want to have like, you know, a, a cool little stack of earrings and I can't ever have that because they're just tiny and it's all through cartilage. But anyway, cartilage, tits, nipples. Woo! Piercings. We've ha- piercings. We've had a great week. Yeah. Um, this week has really been hectic with work, yeah. like fully busy, back into the swing of things. I've loved just being at home mm. with Millie, cooking dinner. Yeah. I'm on the scramby eggs. I love my scrambled mm. eggs at the moment. That's my go-to breakfast. Mm-hmm. I'm into my Pilates. I set up my Pilates reform. Very good. And I'm into my reading again. Yeah. And I wanted to tell you guys about this book mm-hmm. that I just read. I read it in like two days. I know. You're a, you're a crazy called, quick reader. I am I just love it. I'm Honestly, like when slow I, dyslexic. Like I have to read it once, <laughs> go back, read it again, and highlight. No, I told you that. I have to like, yeah, I have to like yes. highlight things if I want to remember it because that was like at school I didn't learn anything because I didn't understand that my brain doesn't oh. absorb. But like it's hard. No, and I think that's a great thing. At least you acknowledge that and then, and at least you go back and, you know, make notes and yeah. highlight things. It's a great way, babe. I mean, it, it would be shit if you didn't do I that wish, and you just yeah. ad- ad- accepted that, you know, you couldn't take things in for the first time. Mm. And there's nothing wrong with reading books over. Like I've there's multiple books that I've read more than once. But this book was really amazing. It's called The Things We Leave Unfinished. We'll leave it in the show notes for you guys. It even says on the cover that it is a global TikTok sensation. TikTok must be listening to me or my phone is because since I've been talking about this out loud, I swear these videos have like come up on my TikTok. Bro, AI is crazy. I don't know who's listening to me, but fucking Jeff Bezos, I reckon he is with with this Alexa bitch. Oh. Seriously. Alexa. Oh, she's always listening. Yeah, hey. She's listening. She's there she's always. She's there. But this book, I really loved it, guys. It kind of is one of those books that goes between characters and this one also goes between time zones. Uh, it sounds like it's going to confuse no, me. No, sorry, not time zones, uh, eras. Oh, Fuck, okay, okay. Jesus. <laughs> There's a difference between time zones and eras. No? Yeah, yeah. It, big, big time. time. Yeah, yeah, it's not fucking. It's not like nine hours apart. Yeah. It's fucking fifty okay. years. You know what I mean? So it's a big difference, <laughs> right? Got um, it. And it, it's a bit more than fifty years. But anyway, you get the yeah. truth. Um, it's a really beautiful story. Uh, you know, it's got some great sex scenes in there. So Ooh. if this is your kind of porn, I highly recommend it. Um, I do think that she went a little bit too uh, soft. I reckon she could have gone a bit. So wait, what's much. what's it about? Like what? Okay, so it is about this author. Her granddaughter is like moved back to her hometown, and her grandmother was this like amazing um, romance novelist, and she left her the final like her final book. She's written heaps of books. Anyway, she didn't finish it, so they've hired this other romance novelist who is this like hot, amazing, hunky guy. Of course he is, mm. and he's also a, a an author. And then they, you know, meet um, in this bookshop and then she like 
rips into one of his books and says that he's a shit writer. Oh. And then the next meeting they meet and find out that he's actually the guy that's going to finish her grandmother's book. Oh, wow. And it's just then they fall in love. Of course they fall of in course love. Of course they fall but in love. Then, then there's drama and then there's a really big twist at the end, which I'm not going to spoil give away yeah. because I didn't see it coming, mm. honestly. And then now thinking about it, I have gone back and I've read bits and I'm like, oh, wow, she did give away little Easter eggs in there to, you know, mm. that you could kind of see. But, um. Yeah, really, really enjoyed that. Now I've well, I took it to the beach with me today, but I didn't end up swimming because the the waves were too big, and I was too scared to get in there with Millie. Fair waves scare the shit so out of me. Kinda, yeah, no, it was like really like high tide today, and with the rocks, I was like, I'm not risking it. So we just kind of we went to Bondi and we sat. I had um, gelato, uh, of course, delightful. And I, I didn't end up reading my book. We just went for a walk. We That's went for nice. a nice long walk in the sun. And yeah, but the book I'm reading now is It Starts With Us, which is the Colleen Hoover. Because oh, everybody loves Colleen Hoover. I haven't read oh, any babe, of her books. You've got, you've got to get into it. It's literally modern day porn. Really? Um, it's, it's just targeted towards, let's be honest, females, because you always get a love story. You mm. get a knight in shining armor. You get fucking hot sex scenes. You mm. get the girl that literally has an orgasm the first way fucking going. Oh. She, first, first route, she has an orgasm. Lies. I'm, to- I'm sorry. Lies. lies. That and in is this one lies. Here, in this book here, the things we leave unfinished, She's a virgin and she has two orgasms. I go, bitch, this is a lie. They are feeding us. Can someone that please write a book? That is just not fair. That's I know. That's not fair to publish something like that. Because can it's someone the- write a book where the protagonist does not have an orgasm the first time that they have sex, please. It's because not realistic. It's so unrealistic. It doesn't happen. I've been trying to have orgasms my whole life from just sex. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't like, happen. There are- It makes me sad though because, you know, now that I'm older Mm. and I guess I talk about this more with my female friends Mm. and, and, you know, we get feedback from you guys in the group as well that the amount of women that aren't able to orgasm with just penetration Mm. is, is very low. And so we read all these books and yeah, they're like, you know, romance and they have all this hot sex. Yeah. But then these women are having like fucking three orgasms and it's like, bitch. It's twenty percent of females that can actually do that. I'm pretty sure and it's actually like less. Well, now. less than that. Yeah, I, yeah. I think it was twenty because, like, we've spoken about this on the podcast. I don't achieve orgasm from just sex penetration. Like, I have to be playing with myself or using a toy. Like, I just physically cannot fuck. I just can't get yeah. there, and it yeah. is frustrating because there's like. There's this confusion as well where, like, you are having sex and it feels really good and you're, like, having this sensation. You're like, wait, am I going to just from yeah. sex? But then it just doesn't get there. And yeah. then there's, like, that feeling of am I going to wee, but it's not wee. Like, <laughs> trust me, I've had that before. And I'm like, wait, uh, is this wee? Am I going to wee? And it's not. <laughs> am I pissing all over his dick? Am I pissing on you? <laughs> what's that called? Golden showers? Golden. What's it? It's a but fetish. I think, I think a, go- yeah, but I think a golden, golden shower is just when they wee on you. Shower and you just piss on someone, but I don't know if you can actually piss when someone's penetrating. No, I don't think so. I think it's a different. I don't like, think it's liquid. It's like a different form of liquid. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> it's look. There's a lot of women out there who do not have an orgasm from just sex. Yeah. And please, if you are a listener and you don't have orgasms from sex, it is really common. And look, I'm pretty sure there's ways that we can 
figure it out. I've been told I definitely can, but hey, I've been working on it for a good old 29, well, not 29 years. I haven't been having sex for 29 years. Fuck you. I'm fucking over. No, 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 no. You've been working. I know. That's the thing. It's like since you became sexually active Mm. and you know the notion of what an orgasm is, we're always working towards that during sex. Mm. We're always, you know, it's not about the foreplay. It's not about that little bit in between. It's always oh, you've got to have an orgasm Mm. or you've got to come or you've got to finish, whatever you want to call Mm. it. We do lose ourselves in that. And that's why reading this book I was kind of just like, really? Mm. Like, bro, she was a fucking virgin. Like, girl, if you are a virgin and you're having an orgasm on the first go, it fucking claps to you well, because I tell you that what. that girl needs to write a book about her journey so we can buy that book. Yeah, That exactly. girl in the book, whoever that person is <laughs> that well, Colleen wrote yeah. about, if you're real, hun, write a book yeah. as well and give us a copy. <laughs> I know, seriously. because I just, And then I just thought to myself, I honestly haven't read any of these kind of books mm. that it has any realistic sex in there. Like yeah. you don't, there's none of the like, oh, you know, you know, he just came and, yeah. oh, you've got to get the toilet paper or the towel. Mm. Or any, there, there's nothing about that. It's always like, oh, we were just entwined mm. sweaty limbs like on the bed. And then I'm cuddled like, Bitch. and just went to sleep. Well, no, you got to piss after sex so you don't get a UTI. Exactly. <laughs> like why, where's all this? And it's like, but also in, the, in this same book, The Things We Leave Unfinished, mm. the first time that they fucked, like the main two protagonists, he actually pulled out a condom. I was like, what? Excuse me? Okay, well, that man was raised well. Yeah, I was like, mm. Because that doesn't happen very often. Yeah, I was really surprised. I was like, she put that in there, but she also made the other chick come. And And had an orgasm with a condom on for the very first time of your life? No, no, this is two different ones, babe. So you know how we're going in different eras? Yeah. This was like the present day guy that pulled out a condom. The guy back in the 40s, he did not. Oh, and does it explain why? Why in the 40s did you not, did they not have condoms back then? Um, Didn't they have like diaphragms? I don't know. um, They did, but they were married. They fucked on their wedding night. All right, I just gave that away. Spoiler (laughs) alert. But I mean, you can probably fucking see that coming when you're reading the book. Okay. yeah, so interesting. Not because that makes so much difference. Honestly, that you're married. It's like, oh, put your dick in me. That we don't know where it was. But anyway, anyway well, <laughs> how about I share the book that I've been reading too? Please do, please do. I, as I just mentioned, guys, I'm a really slow reader. I'm a slow learner. It's really weird. I'm also learning about this in therapy. Like my brain's really selective when it's not sparking a certain signal in my brain that is your interest wow. signal. Ah. It like chooses to not listen or that's fascinating, not, not absorb it in fully. And like in school, obviously nothing interested me. So, of course, yeah. yeah. Um, and I sat there and basically <laughs> failed everything. <laughs> so, uh, oh, now as God. I've gotten older, when I started reading and listening to podcasts and YouTubes, I started to understand that. I'm really interested in learning about like meditation or manifestation or sex or wellness. And I started reading self-help books and I still have to read them about four times to really like remember. And yes, I have to highlight. I'm sure there's some of you out there who might have the same experiences, but like I genuinely sometimes might read a line and then go to the next page and be like, wait, what did it just say? And I'll have to go back and read it again. Um, but the book I am reading, I posted it on my story. It's by Vex King 
He does like he's got a couple of other books, but this is his new one. It comes out next month, actually. I actually said to Ella, I was like, we need to get this dude on the podcast. Yeah. I don't know how. Like, I'm sure we can. DM him. Like, let's get him on because Ella raves about this guy. Yeah. And I followed I'm him for actually- years. Like, I followed his Instagram because he posts like little captions, like he screens screenshots, like parts of books that he's written or captions that he's written or quotes. And they always just hit me. Like, yeah. so I just started following him, I, I don't know, maybe a few years ago. And wow. um, yeah, he offered to send me a copy before it like got published. And I think he sent like a bunch of them out just for feedback as well. And I even said to him, look, it's going to take me a while to read it, but like, I'm, I'll, I'll let you know as I go. And he was like, that's so fine. Like take as long as you need. I'm like, I just wanted to let you know. Cause <laughs> if you that. need a deadline of like some feedback, I'm also a very slow reader, but it's very much like where I'm at in my life at the moment. And I feel like I always like navigate, oh, sorry, not navigate, I'm gravitate towards books that like I'll read a title and I'll be like, oh, I can relate right now. So like I'll buy it. And I mean, he he messaged me and this book is literally everything that I'm going through at the moment. It's really just like, he kind of just talks from a point of, he's married, right? And he talks about his relationship with her and like how they met and how they never knew each other, but they went to school together and they fell in love and blah, blah. But he also really just dives deep on like understanding how to communicate, which is obviously we're all every day trying to be better at communicating about something we want, something we don't like, whether it's with a boyfriend, a husband, your relative, like communication is so hard and it's we're constantly it's learning. It's so as scary, like yeah. communicating about anything. Whether you want a promotion, whether you, I don't know, want to just like see a friend, and you might be fear of rejection. Any form of communication where you could be vulnerable or rejected, like yeah. it's shit scary. And especially in relationships, if you're dating someone new, and that's you know that's where I'm at. I'm getting back out into the world, and I'm trying to, you know, find myself again in that confidence. And this book, it's just really speaking to me at the moment, like understanding your certain connections with people as well and like what role you might play in the relationship or friendship. He also touches on the attachment styles, which I'm not there yet, Wow! but he does. So I'm excited to get there. Oh, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Because we we did talk about that book attached and how much we loved it and it is a great book and I know I saw a few of you guys in the Facebook group that were sharing it and I, I hope that a few of it's you great. have gone out and bought it already and are reading it. Mm. Um, highly recommend it. It's a quick read. <laughs> quick read like, for I mean, you, but yeah. <laughs> but, it, you know, it's very yeah. it's very light. It's not, you know, you're yeah. not reading a PhD kind of thesis or something. It's just. They're like the way that like they've written it, it's really easy to follow. Yes. yes. And I love that. Like I, that's why I said to Ella, we've got to try and get this guy on the podcast because she's just yeah, spoken so highly about him. And once yeah. the book launches, I'm going to get myself a copy and I'm going to binge read it. Oh, I'm, I'll have one for you because I already actually pre-ordered it and then he sent me a copy. Oh, I love that. So I've pre-ordered oh, a copy amazing. so you well, can have it. There yeah. we go. We can just, I'll get one off you, Dull. That's great. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, that's the book. Y- that's the book I'm reading very slowly but surely yeah. getting through and it. And we wanted to kind of um, talk to you guys about what we're reading more often because I think, you mm. know, it is so relevant and reading became really popular during COVID, you know. There was like yeah. this huge surge in people, you know, going out and buying books and Kindles mm. and all of that kind of stuff. So I've always been a reader but 
I just, after the whole maths thing, after the whole busy period mm. of my life, I've just gotten back into mm. reading and I really love it because at the end of the day, I can sit there, I can kind of switch off from everything, put my phone on Do Not Disturb and I can read my book and it really does quiet my mind of thinking it's about. It's the best feeling. Yeah, it really is. It's my form of it's meditation, the best feeling. to be honest. Because it's like you're on Do Not Disturb. You can If you're reading a really good book as well. Yeah. You're actually excited to totally turn off reality and jump in the book and be somewhere else. It's actually amazing. It it really is, and that's what I love about reading, and I that's what I love about fiction. Um, and and I switch Mm. up what I like. I really do like thrillers, and I like crime novels. Mm. But you know, when I want something light during summer, I just want something that I can read at the beach (laughs) during the summertime. You know, I just want something. It's seasonal. It's seasonal. It's very like I just want a love story. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) tell me what I'm like. What I what do I what do I need in my life? Do I need this like night and shining? who's a millionaire and hot and like has a hot body and a six pack like a bit I can't like wait is reading like is the is is reading books seasonal like do you read like crime in the winter time 100% I do because it's dark and gloomy yeah I know yeah maybe I'm weird or maybe I'm not but yeah I reckon people do that I mean mine's just the same old self-help book flat out every season of the year I have to I have to break it up though I can't read self-help 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 like or just like autobiography Mm. or something I've got to break it up Mm. so that's what this was but um yeah please send us in the Facebook group guys what book you're currently reading we should start Mm. up a thread actually when this episode goes live and you guys can jump in there and let us know what you've been reading and what you recommend Mm. for us considering now you know that I'm a sucker for romance novels and Ella loves a self-help yep. book. <laughs> Woo-hoo! And, babe, we have to tell them about that freaking podcast. Oh. I got oh. Ella hooked on a podcast called Morbid. Babes, I've been, I've been watching that killer series by myself on Netflix as well. Oh, see, Okay, so I've changed it. I love this. I love this so much. <laughs> so I have this, like, fascination with true crime, and I know a lot of people do, and the true crime podcast scene is huge. Uh, one that I found, like, a year ago and that I've been listening to is called Morbid, and it's two mm. chicks. I think they're Canadian. They are mm. super funny, entertaining, but they're also great at storytelling um the best so it's like i'd never even thought that it could be like that yeah it's and so we put it on when we were driving down to jarvis bay or jervis bay or hyman's jervis beach bay. or whatever you want to hyman's call it. beach <laughs> and we just like we're just fully in that we had like a two and a half hour oh, drive yeah. we were fully yeah. engrossed in these stories but the one that really <laughs> kind of fucked us over was this one about this lady in the 70s that was on a plane over the amazon oh and it fucking crashed and she was the only survivor out of 290 people okay she was 17 and you know what when i came home I played it to James. I played it to Renee. Really? I've told you. I have told everybody about it. I was like, "You guys have to listen to this podcast this episode in particular <laughs> about this seventeen-year-old girl from the Amazon. She grew up in the Amazon. Her parents were like, they would camp out there. She knew all about the animals. And then the plane fucking crashed in the Amazon. And then she survived eleven days. She hiked up a river with like bird-eating spiders and oh. birds with six feet long uh, wings that eat uh, human flesh." Yeah. Somehow, some and the maggots in her arm. She had a cut on her arm, right? Because obviously, she fell ten thousand mm. feet out of this fucking aeroplane. She fell. Oh yeah, sorry, we forgot to mention she fell ten thousand yeah. feet out of an aeroplane, yeah. fucking spinning in the row of seats, still attached with her seatbelt next to a row of people spinning down ten thousand feet. Yeah, in and out like, of consciousness. Like I'm awake. I'm falling out of a plane. 
I'm blackout. Yeah. I'm awake. I'm fully out of like, plane. Where the fuck, black, where the fuck where, am I? What's happening? What, like, what? And her mother was on, oh, her mother yeah. was on the plane. Her mother was on the plane. Yeah. And when they were falling out of the sky, all she could hear her mum say was, this is where it ends. Yeah. I know. What? Like, I'm so passionate about this podcast. Yeah, and <laughs> this lady, actually, the woman who this story is about. I think her name was Julia. She wrote a book, actually, which I feel like yeah, I need did. to go and search and read this bloody yeah, book. Yeah, she did. She it, wrote a the book. The story is just fascinating, guys. It's someone's willpower to survive, and it's also just everything that happened to her, but the fact that she pushed through and she didn't give up. Like, I just kept yeah. saying to Ella, I was like, the will to survive, you know. Like, she, because she, like, grew up in the Amazon. Yes. I think her parents were, like, there was zoologists or something and, like, she knew all about these fucking wild animals yeah. out there. She knew all about them, which, you know, Dom and I, if we were in the Amazon, we'd fucking die after a day yeah. because be we wouldn't know to lick leaves. We wouldn't really know to do the things that she did yeah. and, like, pour gasoline into her oh. arm to kill the maggots. Oh. Like, what the fuck? I know. I mean, look, I learnt so much. It's like, bitch, yeah. put, put me in the Amazon now. I mean, I probably, I, <laughs> hey. I, I'd like to think I could survive, which I probably wouldn't, you know, survive but like by myself. We didn't know. I mean, we didn't know that you can't go without water for three days. Mm. Three yeah. days is not a very long time. Yeah. Like that's actually not a lot of time. I didn't know that, that it was three days. It's kind of crazy, the human body, right? And and considering that she had like a, a broken clavicle, she had all of these cuts broken on clavicle. her. Broken clavicle. Gashes everywhere. You know, she was like severely concussed oh. for the first 24 hours of falling out of the fucking 10,000 feet plane, yeah? She lands in the trees. Bro. Detached from the row of seats. She wakes up. Obviously, everyone's gone in the jungle. She stands up, passes out because she's severely concussed, stands up again, passes out. She does that for like a whole day. And then the next day she gets yeah. up to her knees and then slowly gets up but realizes I am concussed yep. and I am broken. My clavicle is fucking snapped. Okay. And and also. I'm going to keep going. We're gonna oh. probably going to spoil the ending. Yes, yeah, she survived, but also she still flies on airplanes. Guys, mm-hmm. so any of our fears are so irrelevant, okay? Oh, you're anxious. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, Dominica, yeah. you're a bit anxious today. No, bitch. You didn't yeah, fall exactly. out of a fucking plane. <laughs> Mind you, we're listening to this while I'm on the way to the airport to get on a fucking plane. <laughs> I know. I was like, babe, are you sure you want to listen to this? She's like, yeah, yeah. No, I'm no, like, no. yeah. Like, it's fine. Guys, honestly, we're oh. going to link it in show notes. You have to go yeah. and listen to this. Like, it is fascinating. There is a book. I need to find it, actually. I'm going to do yes, that. Yes, find Mental it. Mental note. I'm going to do that after we finish recording. We listened to another one about... Two girls that got murdered. Oh. One was hanging in the garage and the husband, um, what, what are these? He called? killed her. He ki- stabbed her? Yeah, he, ki- yeah, oh, like he, fuck. he was a, he was like, he's, wasn't he? he had like his ex wife in the house and then the new girlfriend or something and, and she was, was hanging one? in the garage Didn't we and he stabbed another one it. as well. Oh, yeah, we listened to one of the beach as well. We listened to like five. Yeah, look, we did, we binged it. We loved The Ripper? Them. We listened to Jack the Ripper. Oh, that one. Oh, he was. Cooked, bro. <laughs> Not Jack the Ripper. It was like a Jack the Ripper style one, but he was in San Francisco. Oh, yes, that was cooked. And we were driving there, and then you're like, "Oh, this is what he looks like." I was like, "Bro, he." Looks oh yeah, like- we googled him, and they only yeah. had like two photos because it was from like, I don't know, like like the twenties, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, it was a really long time ago. But just so fascinating when you listen to these stories, how this many years ago they actually figured out who these murderers were. As well, like with little technology, little, you know, devices to help spy and track phones. No, and nothing. Like how did they even find these people back then? 
it, look, it's it's fascinating to me. I love true crime. I've always loved like Law and Order and all of that kind of stuff. But there's there's even yeah. a YouTube channel that I'm obsessed with. It's called That Chapter. I don't know if anyone else that listens watches That Chapter, but you need to go and watch him. He's amazing. He's this Ooh. guy from um, Ireland, and he just it, it's like that that podcast, but they're whole videos. Like some of them go for like 45 minutes. Whoa! And he just documents the whole crime, and like you see the interviews with the people. It's fascinating. But we look. I feel like I could talk about this forever, no, but we need I'm to get literally, into. I'm literally so passionate about this. Like I have been telling <laughs> everyone about it, and I'm like, and these girls, they just read it so perfectly, and their information is like obviously true and they're like news reporters but they're like adding humor as well because they're like what the fuck he's fucked up like this fucked up it's it's light-hearted but it's also like informative and it's just it's very graphic yes it's very graphic because i was like imagining everything they were saying yeah if you're not into that kind of stuff guys just skip that one and just listen to sit with us but definitely we recommend it Something else that we're very passionate about is talking about relationships, talking about mm. fuckboys, all of the above. But this topic today that we're going to be talking about mm-hmm. really does hit home with us because I think we've just really lent into, in the last year, mm. single girl lifestyle syndrome mm-hmm. or, you know, that kind of like, I'm just happy alone. I'm happy yeah. to stay at home alone with my dog, with my book, whatever it may be. Or for me, just by myself. By herself, with mm. her self-help books, <laughs> which from the outside may sound sad, but actually it's brilliant. But <laughs> as we said, 2023 is all about putting ourselves out there again, right? Mm, mm-hmm. But something that really fascinated Ella and I, and mm. we, we've talked about this so much, is the whole idea of the single girl syndrome, right? And it really is exactly the same as, I guess, bachelor life or bachelor syndrome, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. You know, it's just that kind of thing of, especially with when it comes to men, and I know I've known a lot of these kind of men mm. in my life that, you know, they're single, they get it to about 40, they're, they're just happy to be single. Like they're, mm-hmm. they don't want to settle down, whatever mm-hmm. settle down fucking means. Yeah. But I guess when it comes to women, we do do this a lot and yeah, I don't think it's do. talked about that much. It got me thinking like when we were chatting about this because I do remember when I was a beautician and obviously I treated like 90% women, right? They were all yeah. 30s, 40s, single, beautiful, successful, all of the above. Now I really think maybe they want to be single. Yeah. Because they've been single for such a long time and you know how there's that saying, oh, he's just a man stuck in his way. Maybe there's women out there too and, you know, this might sound silly to you guys that we're having this conversation, but it's something that we've only really come to realize because maybe we're getting into our thirties and maybe we're like, wow, maybe women are stuck in their way. Maybe women don't want to change their life because they're happy with their freedom or like their lifestyle and their schedule and like, you know, having to have someone around might ruin their uh, success or like whatever they might be working on. So it is really interesting because I think that there are women out there who are stuck in their way too. Yeah, it's kind of the exact same as what we've been saying about men all these years. Yeah. You know, like, you know, oh, he's just a bachelor, you know, mm. he lives at home alone, he just he can do whatever he wants, he doesn't want someone in, you know, taking away his time. Mm. But really, you know, we've I think we've been missing a step here is that women are the same. Mm-hmm. And 
we've kind of seen it within ourselves, you know, just being happy to be at home, yeah, doing our own thing. You know, we're so busy with work. We want to concentrate. We've got so many goals that we want to achieve. Mm. And you can really lose sight of, I guess, putting yourself out there mm. and opening yourself up again. And the thing about, you know, living your own life and putting in the time and the effort for yourself is that you start to actually close yourself off to yeah. everything else and, and potential partners, yeah. whether that be a female, a male, vice versa, whatever. Yeah. And something that we really, both of us were like, oh, my God, yes, it's Samantha from Sex and the City. Mm. She yeah. is a prime example she of, is. you know, just the single girl lifestyle syndrome, whatever. She was she's like a female bachelor. Yeah. Okay. And we all know like she did have flings, like she loves sex. But the thing was, she just loves sex. Mm. She didn't ever want to settle down because mm. she's running a PR business. She's got her girlfriend. She's mm. you know, she likes her routine. And I know that there are so many of us out there that mm. are exactly the same. It also crosses my mind to think like, I think for women as well who have been single for so long and potentially um, hurt by every guy they've ever dated, mm, yeah. maybe they're just like, you know what, I'm going to avoid getting hurt again, so I'm just going to stay happy doing my thing because my happiness is, you know, so good at the moment. Yeah. I'm, I love my life and I don't want to risk ruining this happiness that I have. And I think that there are women who are, I mean, look, I can definitely speak for myself, like there's definitely fear around being hurt again because it is so exhausting and it takes up, you know, maybe three, four months, eight months, a year. It takes up time to heal and it's like it's consuming of your existence being hurt. It's time consuming. It takes up so much energy from your life and your everyday life. Like, I mean, it can, it consumes you. Every time you get heartbroken or something happens when it comes to a relationship, it does consume your whole life. Whether that be, Oh my God, I can't, I've got no appetite. I'm so sad. Like it, you know, you don't want to leave the house because you, you know, you don't want to go out. You don't want to socialize. It, it, it take, it consumes so much of your life. But, mm. you know, I think. And and you've talked about it a bit, babe, yeah. like in terms of opening yourself up again and, mm. you know, with your therapy, trying to find who you are but also what you want and the things that you want mm. out of life Yeah, and accepting that, okay, it's going to be tough to open myself up again because of all that heartache and all of the things that yeah. you've gone through. But knowing in yourself that that's what you want because mm. you, you really need to know before because there are men and women out there that are like, I'm ha I, like, I don't want a partner. I'm fine. Mm. Like I can go out and have casual sex I, mm -hmm. that, and that is totally fine too. And I know people like that as well. Yeah. But you know, most of us, we are pack animals. We want to have a partner. We mm. want to have someone to, you know, share life's, you know, beautiful moments with. And so it's just, it's like, oh, you get to that point in your life where it's, it just clicks. And both of us are at that point now where, you know, we've had our time to kind of settle and heal and all of that. Mm. And now knowing what we know, like all of that stuff that we learnt mm. and went through, particularly you because you went through a lot of fucking shit with fuckboys and all of the above. <laughs> fuckboy one and fuckboy two. Yeah, I know, that's what we should call them, <laughs> fuckboy one, fuckboy two. Um, but, you know, now getting to a point where it's like I need to open myself up again and I need to not be afraid to open up to someone and to allow myself to be loved and to love again. Because that's yeah. a fucking tough thing to do. I really get torn in my head about this, like, the opinion of this single life syndrome. I get really torn in my head about it because I'm really like, you know, I can relate to that. Like, I have been 
single for a really long time. Guys, we can't count Mitch or Miles. They were never in the real world. They were in a bubble, okay? I was not with them ever in reality. It was literally all on TV, never reached the real fucking world, which is grim. But apart from that, I haven't had a boyfriend since I was like 19 and I'm 29 in a couple of months. And because I have just become so used to the disappointment, the letdown, it almost is like you expect it. And like what I said before with women, you know, just avoiding it because they don't want to get hurt again. They can't be bothered going through that cycle again. And look, I'm going to be honest. I really can't be bothered going through that cycle again. Like I don't want to be hurt and I'm so happy at the moment, guys. Like I really am. Like I'm happy as fuck. I've got two kittens coming very soon. I don't Which know if is, I've actually said that on the podcast, that's, but that's a um a hard launch right there. Yeah, it's, it's a hard, hard launch. Hard launch of the kitties, the, the kitties that are coming. I got two little pussy cats arriving on the first of March, and mm. so I'm going to be a mum, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Ella's expecting everybody I'm expecting uh, and their two pussies. <laughs> two pussies coming out, me pussy. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I definitely feel like that's going to be a responsibility for me, and they're going to give me unconditional love and support mm, whenever yeah. I need it. Yeah. And, you know, I understand why I see so many or know so many women as well who get animals because it's a yeah. companion. And, you know, I haven't felt like I need to fill a void in the house. And I know Millie's like that for you. Millie, who is sitting under my desk as we record this yeah. podcast, is that for me. She yeah. is my everything. This dog's seen me cry. She's seen mm. me laugh. She's seen mm. every emotion that you could possibly you know, that comes out of a human. She's seen it and she's been there through everything. And I think having an animal is just so healing. Well, and- my therapist said, he was like, because yeah. I told him, I was like, I'm going to get two kittens. And he's like, Ella, pet therapy is a real thing. And I was like, well, I didn't really think of it as pet therapy. I just thought like I just want to make my family a fan. I want to make me more than just me right now, like with yeah. not with not with necessarily like a partner, but an animal. And I've always, my mom got those two beautiful cats and I was like, okay, I'm going to get cats too. Anyway, it happened really fast. They were born like three weeks ago. They're the cute. Should I play the little meow? Yeah, play the meow. Oh my God, dying. Like they just it's, started not looking like aliens. Yeah, and literally. It's ridiculous. Like I'm already thinking what presents their Zia Dominica is <laughs> going to buy them. Like, I, and this is the psycho auntie I am. Okay. Oh, oh, yes. So now they're at the age where we start to handle them two by two. That's the breeder, by the way, guys. So these little guys will be handled every night now for about half an hour to 40, 40 minutes together. Oh my God, so I'll always handle these two together. Oh, my God. Like, stop it. Are you joking me? Like, fuck off. They're so cute. They're bro. so fucking cute. And I'm going to call. Uh, I'll also, I'll, I'll tell you guys the name when I get them. Fuck, they're ages yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still a month away. The the name can wait, but just she's hard launched the pussies. Yeah, and I launched. love that, that you're so excited. You're yeah. like, you're nesting. You're getting all the stuff that you need for your pussy I've cats. I've got the kitty litter. The yeah. cat castle is actually my stand currently for the laptop. I've literally learned so much <laughs> about cat castles. I feel as though <laughs> Millie needs one and she's a fucking dog. <laughs> Cat castles are so dope. The ca- I'm so excited to see it. Honestly, next down- time I'm down in Melbourne, yeah, um, the cat castles. What like the toys? Cute little bowls. There's like cool little water filters that you can get that like trickle because they drink out of the um, tap in the bar, like in the kitchen. Mature me, um, like our old cats used Aww. to do that. So they like to drink out of like a tap. Millie likes drinking out of taps too. It's weird. Yeah, it's so weird. I feel like it makes the animals like thirsty. Aww, so you know, so I'm getting like this little tap like thing that trickles water uh, they're gonna be spoiled little girls. they're gonna be very spoiled but we love that and that's yeah. why 
animals are therapy. They, mm. they like 100%. Like you don't even realize it, but just mm. the happiness of an animal, like when you, when I open the door and Millie's yeah. there and she, like, bitch is that excited to see me. Like <laughs> her ass is wiggling so much. I'm like, it's going to like detach from her. Yeah. Just the happiness that I bring her, it's mm. actually ridiculous and it just puts everything else into perspective. Yeah. And, you know, and that's why you can become complacent mm. in just being like, I'm okay living alone. I'm okay being yeah. alone. But really at the end of the day, I know for me, like, and I'll speak for myself, all I want is to have a partner that I love and that loves me unconditionally mm. and to have children and to have a life, you know. that That's something that I've always, you know, and, I, you know, if you watched on maths, you saw that, that having a relationship like what my parents have yeah. is something that I strive for. So, of course, that's something that I want, mm. but it is easy to become complacent in this mm. life that I have now mm. of, you know, yeah, I've got my own dressing room, I've, you know, I can just... Yep you know, do whatever in the bathroom. Like I can, the whole bathroom is filled with my stuff, you know, yeah. I don't have to think about anyone else. And it's so easy to just forget about that side. And it you really Because you've got to put in the work, babe. Well, it's and not that's the thing, easy. like, I also wonder if there's a lot of women out there who are, like, avoiding a relationship because, you know, you have to consider someone else's schedule or you have to also be considerate of their time. And, like, yeah, yeah if you were to move in, like, my house is big enough for, you know, two, three people, but like it's full of my things. Like I have so many things now um, that are work and just stuff. And it's like, uh, I would feel really cramped. Yeah, I know. It's kind of crazy. It's when crazy, I think about it, I'm it? like, where would, you know, a, a male yeah. put his shit? Because I'm like, yeah, he can have one draw. I guess, draw. A draw. Um, I mean, look, they don't really need a lot in the bathroom. So whatever. Yeah. But it, it, it is kind of. It's scary it's when you scary. think about it like that because especially, you know, we've just moved in the last few months yeah. and we're just, set, you know, I'm still settling into my place. I mean, yeah. And so the thought of having a, another human in here, um, I, I love the idea. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like I love it. I love the idea of building a family mm. and having like merely loving someone as yeah. well. It's just, like I love that. I fantasise about that all mm. the time, you know, of course. And, and I know how good that feels. Mm. So I do want that feeling again. And, you know, we, we are – working on it yeah it's we interesting I, like my whole life for as long as I can remember like that's all I ever fantasized about and I think because of my experiences as of recent it's really switched that up and I, we had this discussion last episode or a couple ago where I went from a secure attachment to now avoidant and it really yeah. makes sense because it's all I used to fantasize about was being in love not necessarily being a mother and having babies but like being in love and now I don't fantasize about it the way that I used to. And I think it's because there's just like damage. Like I just feel like there's a bit of damage that's been yeah. done. Um, and you've got to you've got to kind of heal that damage and we'll always be scarred and we'll always mm. have those little cracks and we can fill them in and, and smooth it out and that yeah. kind of stuff. They'll always will be there. Yeah. But, you know, it, I mean, it doesn't help me, especially when I'm reading these love books, you know, yeah. novels written all about love stories and they all get a happily in ever after and they mm. all can have orgasms in the first time they fuck. You know what I mean? So it's so unrealistic. So, come on, mate. Um, it's like, sorry, where am I going to meet like a hot author with a six-pack uh, that's worth millions of dollars? Um, I ain't meeting him down at the pub. I'll tell you that mm. right now. And I don't really go out anymore, so yeah. where? And I ain't meeting him on Hinge. I'm not meeting no. him on Raya. None of that shit. Like, trust me, he ain't on Raya because no. there's no good ones on there either, guys. But I, I just am like so curious to know, like, if 
some of you guys, like you guys listeners, like if you guys are avoiding relationships because you love your life. I would be so interested. We need to start a thread on this as well. Are you just really happy doing your thing? Yeah, you get your casual sex and you get, you know, the hit when you need it. But do you not want to change your life? Like I think I remember reading in our Facebook group there was a thread about something in relationships and there was an older woman who said she has like a partner but they don't, they live separately. Yeah, wow. So they keep that part of their life separate? Yeah, they live separately, yeah. I mean, that's probably a very modern way of of partnering and dating and if if that's what you want to call it. But, I mean. When I imagine that, I'm like, that kind of sounds good. Yeah, see? See? Yeah. like it's because you're like, well, I like my shit. I like to have my stuff. I like to have my, you know, soothing music on at night. Yeah. I like to have this, this. I like to have my Alexa. I like Totally. When I think about it, I'm like, if I ever go, you know, would go to stay at a guy's house. Mm, God, okay, I just couldn't the amount of shit, The uh-huh. amount of shit I need to bring with me. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like, oh, well, I've got to bring all this, but what if it's the night where I do my... LED mask. No. I've got to bring that as well. We like, ain't oh. just rolling up having a casual sleepover. I need to know yeah. if I'm staying the night so I can pack my backpack with my toiletries, yep. my silk hair ties because of these keratin bond extensions, and yep. my special brush. Okay? It's not an easy, hey, I'm going to meet you tonight. I'm going to come over. I might just decide later if I stay there. No. Yeah, no. Like, I need to wash this makeup off. Yeah. I need to fucking, I need my shampoo. I kind of need I know. my silk pillow too now because of the hair. 100%. And also, men, they never have good shampoo and conditioner. Okay, let's talk about well, that. They, don't, they never have. They don't use it. Yeah, it they, they yes, use a fucking bar of soap. Probably, oh, I don't even want to. They know. use a fucking Seriously. bar of soap. Like, oh, it's like sorry, sir. I have sixty dollar Olaplex in my hair right now, strengthening my hair. Yeah, like I'm not washing it out with a bar Dude. of soap. It's like, sorry, you're hot. Like you have a great cock, but I'm not but, doing that. Like no. that's, that would be my rhetoric. Yeah, like sorry, I'm, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm going home because I need my Olaplex right now, not a bar of soap. Can you imagine that? It's like, oh, so you're going to stay tonight? Um, no, I need my Olaplex and I need my really expensive cleanser that to take this makeup off because I need to. It's a whole thing. You know, like I, also, I need to maintain. Like girl. it just takes me back to when I was casually sleeping around and when I would stay at guys' houses and I would sleep with my makeup on and I would break out. And oh, I hated yeah. that. Oh. And now my skin is honestly going through a whole thing. Like I've got two cysts over here. Like lower, and I've got like one over. More have come up. Yeah. See, Ella's on her skin journey again. You know, with in regards to the pill, what she's eating. Because look, I don't know uh, another person in my (laughs) life that eats as clean and and trains as hard as this this woman right here. Now, and and it freaks me out because I'm like, oh, I just like you know, I have a little chocolate here and there. Yeah. You know, I eat dairy and whatever, Mm. and I'm like, I'm you know, touch wood, touch wood. I've you know my skin's. Doing very well. Mm. And it's just like, why? Like, is it a hormone? Like, it just freaks me out. Why does this happen? I honestly, I did a story about it today, actually, and I got lots of DMs, actually. Someone actually told me to try something I've never heard of before. I wonder if you've heard of it. Is it like a, like a prescription something or? It was called, like, I, I'd never heard of it, actually, before. Monat. Never heard of it? She what said, is it? oh, this girl, she did me saying, girl, you need to try Monat. And I said, what's that? Oh, my God, your skin is flawless because she sent me a picture. But she said, uh, that's not my skin, it's my friends. But Monat, it's a vegan anti-aging, no-tox luxury beauty brand that I work for that does skincare and hair care. What's your skin type? So it's vegan. 
Wow. It's so interesting. See, the thing that freaks me out about that kind of stuff is everyone's skin is so different. different. Like, you know, we've we've all got different skin. Yeah. We all have different diets, lifestyles. Mm-hmm. So, you know, where does that come into play? Like, yeah, that, that product might work for you, but it might not work for someone else. So, and Yeah, exactly right. And from my, from my experience when I used to buy products from Instagram or through people, it never worked out. Whenever I was in the industry yeah. and I got prescribed, it would like that's why most of my acne is controlled now. Like it's good, but I'm still get and like they're popping up in places I I don't usually get them, which is so. Are you you know you did say to me before you know a couple of weeks back that you were thinking of going on the Accutane yeah. again? You think like you're 100 percent you're going to do it? I've booked in to see a dermatologist. Um, hello, they're so booked out. Like and also like cost an arm and a leg. What's yeah, with that? I know, sir? I know. So I did get a referral. I'm look. I've got lots of friends that have been on Roaccutane or Accutane, and obviously when I was in the industry, we were trained heavily not to recommend that. We were always trained to treat yeah. it internally or topically, um, because it is a very strong antibiotic yeah. that basically like kills all your oil glands internally. It's has really severe side effects. You can get depression. You can't fall pregnant on it because your baby will be deformed. Like it's really, really strong antibiotic. Yeah. It's it's not something that you, you just go on lightly. Like you no. really need to think about it, how it fits into your lifestyle. Um, I've literally been I know thinking that there about are different it. types. Yeah, there's d- yeah. different. There are different strengths. forms of it too. Because I know my brother, he does suffer like on the back of his neck, oh. and like my brother's 25 now. So, and he just gets like re- those really sore ones. So I know he's on a very light dosage, and it does help, but it really dries out his skin. So mm. I'm constantly like being like moisturize, Mark. You've got to buy this. You got yeah. You, you have to moisturize because. Then what's going to happen is if your skin is so dried out from that antibiotic, your skin's going to be like, oh, my God, I need more oil to, like, hydrate. Yeah. Because your skin's freaking out, mm. right? So you need to replace that. Yeah, I know. A lot of the time your skin breaks out because you actually are dry and your skin's overproducing oil, mm-hmm. which people don't really talk about that. Or for I me, because I'm excessively oily, means bacteria grows mm. within the pore. And Yeah. I've so looked- that's why Accutane or Roaccutane. Would be good would be good even if you're on a very light L- light dose you know like a light dose literally been considering Accutane for like five years but obviously got talked out of it every single time yeah and as I'm getting older I'm speaking to a lot more people in the in the industry too I've got friends and dermatologists and I'm getting a lot of opinions and there's a new dose out it's a very low dose it's the 12 month script rather the six month um yeah so, the side so it's effects, over a longer yeah so longer period of time less it's not as heavy yeah it's yeah. not as strong but you've just got to be so careful with some exposure and you can't yeah. be using any strong products and you know i use i don't necessarily use strong products but like you just use qv yeah like you like a retinol every now and then you know yeah. not gonna lie we we love it love it um, and so it yeah you have to change your whole lifestyle with i know that stuff, so yeah. i really i'm i've booked in to just have a consultation it's going to be a bloody expensive consultation i'm not going to decide <laughs> on the fucking day like hey yeah. get me on it i just want to chat to her show because i've got a whole folder of my skin over the past i don't know Wow. How many years? Yeah, you've really documented it, uh-huh. which is great. Because I, I highly recommend that, guys. I if wanted, you're, yeah, like yeah. I wanted to see if there was a pattern because mm. there was like cysts coming up in the exact same spot every three months and it wasn't aligning yeah. with period. It wasn't aligning with my diet. It was in the same fucking spot. I was washing my pillow every day. Like I was doing everything right. Fuck. And it was so big and there would be like three in the one spot. Oh, it's yeah. so painful, babe. Like it honestly is. Couldn't and sleep more on than my anything, side. Yeah, you can't. 
you can't do anything and you do feel self-conscious like as much as we say you oh, know, it's the worst you're beautiful just the way you are no matter what you you know if you've got imperfections yeah. or whatever it does kind of eat away at your self-confidence yeah okay? it does i don't want to leave that, the house like i genuinely yeah, don't want to leave the house and that's 100 yeah. percent realistic and it's you know you always think oh my god i've got to cover it up mm. and then you know makeup it makes it look worse yeah and makeup all the time isn't great for it either. No. So it's just like this round and round spiral. Um, but I'm so glad that you've booked in and yeah. do that. And but and as always, guys, we are not medical no. professionals. We always seek at like proper advice. 100%. And if you are thinking about it as well, please do that because you know, yes, it is expensive, but it could be worth it, it if you've got it, like yes. the same. Yeah, like obviously, I don't have severe acne. Like I've seen from my old job, people with severe acne. Like I don't Mm. obviously have that, but I do have cystic small acne, I guess you could call it. They're small cystic spots. They're not large, but they're very deep. And I've literally had it for as long as I can remember. They went away for a while, but now they're coming back. And if I want to get off the pill, that's also something that I've been considering and looking into and thinking about. And I'm like, should I maybe get off the pill and then get onto Roaccutane? It would be amazing to see like when you get off the pill, do your pimples stop? Like I'm just throwing it out there because mm. like I know like it is an artificial yeah, hormone that's I know. in you, right? Like what could that be doing? And I always think I'm not on the pill, guys. I have the um the marina. The, it, it's the marina, but not with oh, the, the hormone. Yeah. It's just the it's copper that kills sperm. <laughs> kills them and kills them little ki- boys trying to wiggle up in ki- there. Kills them. Um and because I, I look and I know that the marina and artificial hormones work on a lot of people. Mm. Okay. Like I get that some people swear by it, they mm. change their lives, whatever. But I just know for me, and I have been on them in the past, I just don't like what it does to me personally and that's fine because we're all different individuals but I'm so glad you're on your journey babe and you're gonna fucking really get because I think a lot of people a lot of our listeners Mm. you know are also going through this and even like girls you know men and women in their late 20s yeah into their 30s are still dealing with acne it's exhausting it's actually exhausting like and because you know I do need to kind of wear makeup like three, four times a week and I just don't want to wear makeup. Yeah. And then when I have to and then just like the repetitive and then putting a brush on it and then having to wash it and take it off and I'm cleaning my brushes more, like I'm making that conscious effort to do that. And I just, I'm like, I bought this dome. I bought this like LED dome. Yeah. Like a light. I'll have to send oh, you a photo of it. Yeah. Wow. Mm, so like you just lay down and it's on top. Oh, wow. And you can put it on your body parts too because ha- it has infrared because I'm running a lot at the moment for this fucking half marathon that I'm doing, guys. It has infrared so it's really good for your muscles as for well. muscles recovery, yeah. But it does have red, blue, purple and infrared. So you can actually oh. use it on your face. So I'm oh gonna, my god, I love that. Yeah, like I'm gonna and blue light is for bacteria, but yes, when you're a darker skin type, we don't usually recommend it because it can cause pigmentation and like post-inflammatory pigment. But oh. uh, yeah, I don't know if I can actually. Thank use Thank God it. we have a certified skin therapist uh, on this <laughs> podcast, guys. Thank you. Okay, but yeah, I'll link the dome. It's a, it's a, it's a very big piece of equipment. I want the dome and I don't run. <laughs> this bitch doesn't run. I don't run. Yeah, but you I can use it. Ever. But like if you if you've got back knee, you can put the blue light on your back. Ah, oh, maybe it'll be good for my brother. Potentially. Is that a, is that a shit gift to buy someone? No, hey, well, I, I mean, bought you this for your back knee. I feel like he wouldn't use it. Boys never use that shit. I know, boys are just so like, annoying. It's such a waste honestly. of money, honestly. Like don't even fucking go there. He would just yeah. money. Uh, the amount of skincare that I get, actually no, James does use that. I lie. James is actually quite good with his skincare that I buy him. <laughs> 
See, maybe James is just a fucking unicorn. James okay? would actually use the LED as well. He would fucking be all over it. If he knows I that. I love that. When he hears that I've got this dome, he'll be over here, I tell you. Like, <laughs> James, if you're listening, which we know you are going to be listening, um, we need to see photo evidence of you using the dome. That, that's it. We need that. He'll be Thank under you. that dome. And wow, that was it. We, we covered a lot in this episode, didn't we? We did. I, I love that. We yeah, we kind of covered everything so from what many, books we were reading. Yeah. We covered. We we found out that Ella's had her nipples pierced four times. Oh yeah. I mean, well, we, why don't you tell us? Why don't we end the episode, babe? Since you learned something and everybody's learned something about me that they didn't know, tell us something about you that no, well, that we don't know. Maybe your friends know, but maybe we don't. I mean, that's probably really hard because I feel like my whole <laughs> life has been out there for like the past year. But it could be anything, like. Anything. Um, I don't know. Have you ever oh. like done anything naughty? Like Um oh, maybe like the weirdest place I've had sex. Okay, yeah, let's tell us that. Uh weirdest place I had sex with sorry mum, because I know she listens. Oh. Fuck my hi, life. Anna. Anyway, <laughs> hi Anna. Fuck. Uh probably cut off now, mum. And it, whatever. Um this was with my first ever boyfriend. At the farm. Uh no, it wasn't actually at the oh. farm. No, we did have sex like, yeah, at yeah, my parents' yeah. house, but um, we actually went down to the park at the end of the street and we had sex on a park bench. Oh, for the, for the very first time. No, not for oh, the first time. Fuck, Jesus. I was going to say, oh, babe. That's fuck, no. I, fucking not romantic at all. Who is no, this bloke? It, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't comfortable and it wasn't romantic, but, I mean, when you're, like, 21 and, you know, yeah. it's it's hard to get some alone time. You, you actually learned. You, you did Well, maybe you yeah, I told you the other day that I'd never had sex in a car either. Yes. So that's that's a very interesting topic that people probably didn't know. Yeah. But what's something about you that some like our listeners wouldn't know? Um, well, which is probably hard to come. Um, it's, it is hard. Okay. Um, or the weirdest place you've had sex, if there is one. The weirdest place I've had sex, I would say. Look, I ha- to be honest, I haven't had that much weird sex because I was like eighteen with my boyfriends, and they're the only ones that ever felt comfortable to like do the yeah, adventurous stuff. I know exactly. But yeah. the most adventurous place, well, everybody who is a listener who watched Maths, I said it on Maths because that was Mitchell's question when he was trying to get to fucking know me. He's like, "Oh, where's oh. the weirdest place you've had sex?" I'm like, "That's what you want to know. That is what interests you right now." Um, but I said it on television. It was the ocean at the beach. That's so nice. In the water with, like, my first love. Yeah, I remember it clear as day, wild. Um, wouldn't recommend but it. No, because you, you, the water actually counteracts the wetness in yeah, your horse. So yeah, it's it does. not very comfortable, It doll. was a very short-lived moment, um, and then we just continued on to the sand. In and out. And sand, wow, another great thing. You, yeah, you another great thing places. to have in your fanny. <laughs> Bro, even when I go to the beach and I get sand in my fanny. Oh it's like, my god, you get, get out. You gotta get I'm the like, shower get out hose. Of there. You gotta get the shower hose in there and like right up there. You gotta hose it up there. Even in your ash hole. In your ash hole. Yeah. You, you gotta get in your ash hole. Well, guys, I really hope that you've uh, taken something <laughs> from this episode of Sit With Us, which I'm sure you have, because we covered 100%. a lot. As We've per covered usual. a lot, yeah. And uh, you've learnt a few fun facts about us that maybe you didn't know. Exactly. And we do want to hear your thoughts on our topic today, which was about the single girl syndrome or the single girl, like the bachelor life syndrome. We want to know if you are that, if you're living exactly what we've spoken about today, because we just want to like really know like how you're navigating through that. 
and yeah, what got you there? It's such an interesting topic and mm. I love when you guys open up and have mm. these conversations in the group. It is amazing. And if you aren't in our Facebook group, I don't know what you're doing, but what make sure you, you join. Maybe maybe people don't have Facebook. I don't know. I don't know. True. But go and follow us even on Instagram and don't forget our merch has launched. So Yo. get to sitwithus.co and get your merch, your hat, your T-shirt and... We'll see you and next week. Oh, and sorry. we'll see you next. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, and we'll see you guys <laughs> next. <laughs> Fuck, do you want to do that? Oh, okay. okay. And guys, we love you. We're leaving you for now, but. We're loving you and we're leaving <laughs> you, but we'll be back next week because. We'll be back. We can't wait to sit with you guys again. Mwah, have an amazing week. Bye, guys. Bye.